So welcome so much for being on Dove and Dragons podcast. Thank you for having me. And you are a life coach or a little, you do a little bit of motivational speaking and to do a lot. What exactly do you touch base on? Uh, primarily, I'm an empowerment coach. So what I touch base on is the um, strengths that you have that you don't realize you have mm-hmm. uh, to give you faith and hope and cheer you on when you don't feel like you have that opportunity or that support system. Um, I find that women tend to be intro, you know, internal. Yeah. And I'm kind of that girlfriend that's like, hey, let's go smoke a cigar and play poker. And, and why would you want to do that? Well, why not? Let's just go and do something and have fun and live life because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed five minutes from now. Um, so it's exciting to be able to bring a little magic to the relationship. It is. And I'm a major introvert myself. I'm very anti-people when I'm in public. <laughs> it's very people-y out right now. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I get panic attacks going to the store right now because the world has just gone crazy. But it's like, we have to step out of that and move forward and have fun. Absolutely. And this is actually, you know, it's, it's a beautiful time if you choose it to be a beautiful time. And I say that because we all have choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I have built a whole series. I'm finishing up another book that I'm uh, publishing in regards to reinventing, recreating yourself. It is so quiet now. There's not a lot of busyness that we can fill ourselves with. I mean, even as the states are opening up in my state, unfortunately, uh, the, the numbers are rising. But even even though the states are opening up, that doesn't necessarily make it noisy again if that makes sense to you oh and no it makes perfect sense we are making it noisy again with all the turmoil that we're causing ourselves it's that's very human of us isn't it yes it is i mean right (laughs) now we could have time with our families we can have time to do everything we've been yelling at the universe we want to do and what are we doing but creating chaos i think that you know the basic fundamental thing that's going on right now, if you were to break it down into kind of like a, a sociological conversation, mm-hmm. is the fact that we have stuffed ourselves in so many different ways with junk food, with junk news, with junk radio, with, you know, and we're just constantly surrounded and busying ourselves um, so that we don't deal with who we really are on the inside who we really are as a person on this planet. And so from that quietness, because we're not being fulfilled, mm-hmm. we're, not being, we're not able to cover up that fear, cover up that noise. Um, now I think a lot of people are going through grief and they don't know how to handle that because they've stuffed it down and stuffed it back and stuffed it far away. Mm-hmm. But here comes grief of, of experience of things that have happened in the past that you never really dealt with because you busied yourself in right your current space um and i think it's it's a symptom of a bigger problem which is we don't deal with who we are as individuals we don't accept the fact that we're just big sacks of water surfing on a huge rock going into infinity without a steering wheel exactly 
for some reason, we as humans have conditioned ourselves and programmed ourselves to um, ignore ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we fulfill our needs by Google and social media and television shows, which is an addiction. It is. I completely agree with you. I mean, I haven't watched TV in months. I have a TV sitting in front of me, but I don't watch it because what's on there that is fulfilling me? I, nothing. Nada, nada, baby, nada. I'm a big documentary person and I um, teach online. So I do a lot of online courses. I'm in the process of getting a CBD uh, certification because I want to understand the molecular value of CBD oils and how they mm -hmm. actually work and, and functionality and the science behind it. But that's what I use my TV for. Um, yeah. It's not, I just, I refuse to be a part of that zombie apocalypse <laughs> mentally, you know? Yeah, I can't. And, yeah, we can't sit and watch, binge watch TV. We can't sit and watch, binge watch the news because what it does it do, but brings up sound mentally. We Absolutely. Find a way to fulfill ourselves, get rid of our grief and deal with whatever past situation was that's not being fulfilled. Well, and I think to be really honest and very transparent, when I'm feeling poo-poo, Mm -hmm. I honestly binge watch comedies. Yeah. I sit there and I watch the funniest things and I laugh and laugh and laugh. And I absolutely love whose line is it anyway. Um, they are characters and I just, it puts me in such a different spiritual place. Um, going outside and grounding. I love gardening. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm in the hot, sunny Florida. So right now gardening is not our friend. We're on opposites of what most yeah. people are. But my sweet potatoes and ivies and my beans and hot peppers are phenomenally growing right now because of the humidity and like all the rain and, um, it, it, you know, so that is another thing that I think people could be doing a lot more of um, outside of just getting good with yourself. I mean, we have this amazing time to rebuild our lives. We have this amazing time to rebuild society, you know, and there's a huge calling to make changes permanent yeah. on many many levels and it's just i think it's a beautiful time but we also have to be respectful to those people who are probably showing symptoms of grief <laughs> because they don't know what to do with it no and they're not used to having to look at themselves and be like hey how you doing you person me person um, and people like me, that's what we spend our lives doing is being introspective, being reflective, um, acknowledging our humanness. That's what we do for a living, you know? Um, but not everybody has that intuitive. That's, I was going to say balls, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes, okay. If you would have met me three years ago, I was not this outgoing. I would be never on a video podcast. It would have to be on the radio with the phone. <laughs> uh, I would be very shy, very quiet. It took me actually going through working with a life coach and going, <laughs> you're holding yourself back. No one's holding you. There is something holding you back, but you're holding yourself back first. 
And when you got good with yourself, look at you blossom. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would not have worn such a beautiful, bright shirt before. I mean, that's my favorite color. It's like this vibrant royal blue. Mm -hmm. and, but now that you're feeling that shiny, sparkly person that you really are, you're right. able to come out more. And that's, that's what I love doing. That's why I do my podcast. That's why I speak and I write and I teach because I like to watch people come out of their shell and go, huh, it's really not that bad out here. <laughs> exactly. I was so trapped within my own mind because, oh, if I do this, no one's going to like me. Well, no one likes me as an introvert being in my shell. So why am I trying to cater to others when nothing I'm doing in my mind is making me happy? Well, my big philosophy, and, and I hope your listeners can take this home, like really as blunt as it can be, nobody's paying you bills but you. Okay. So why do you care what they think? And when you get to that place where you're like, oh, wow, they're not, really not paying my bills and they're sucking up a lot of my time because I'm worrying about something that may or may not be real. Mm -hmm. I need to be paying my bills. I need to be doing for me. And that is a huge, huge, powerful thing to think about. And I, and I tell all my students, that's your 21 day mantra. You're not paying my bills. You want to sit here and, and whine and complain. It's $25 an hour. <laughs> your life changes. It changes because then you're good with yourself and you have boundaries and, and you have self-respect over your time. Right. In this, I do a lot of things and actually my now ex-husband, I'm like, at the end, it was just in my perception, I'm growing, I'm doing things to make myself happy. I'm trying to fix the relationship and he's not growing with me. So we grew apart. You shed layers yeah. and that's part of the journey. And, you know, people come to you for a reason because it's that season mm -hmm. and it's not that you you know you have animosity or don't care or whatever it's hey it was a good time thanks so much I'm I'm going in a different direction yeah. and getting good with that piece too and not holding on to guilt is something that I find women um, struggle with they, they still chew on well I could have done better I could have been better yeah it, it doesn't work that way people I'm a firm believer people come in your life for three reasons either a they're teaching you a lesson b they are the lesson or c they helping you heal from a lesson amen amen I mean that's how people are in your life even with your relatives they may be blood but they're only here for a season you know, I'm a true believer that you pick and choose your course before you arrive here in the beautiful rock <laughs> that we surf on. And I think that they're, the individuals that are in your life are definitely either a reflection of who you are, who you want to be, or who you don't want to be, right? And right. family is a huge part of that because you might not like anybody. And so how do you deal with that without the, the social conversation about the necessity of having family? Yeah. And yeah. so that's a cultural thing versus a real thing, yeah. you know? Yeah, we have, okay. I was raised, we have our family, we should be close knit. Growing up, 
We are a very close-knit family. We all know everyone's everything. Well, when you start peeling back the layers of the onion, you get into the animosity. You get into the anger. You get into Jack and Jill don't really get along. You get, <laughs> you know, so you get all of this. And you, when you start dissing yourself and start looking at the problem, you're like, oh, I really don't want to be like Jill. I really really don't want to be like Jack. So there has to be a middle ground somewhere. <laughs> and that would be you. You're the middle ground, right? Right. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> oh, that's what we tried to be anyways, but it's distancing yourself from what you don't want instead of following, well, I have to follow this because this is an example that was set before me. No, you have a choice to follow that example or make your own path. Well, I think if we go back to the sociological conversation, we look at uh, our villages and we look at primal survival, that reptilian part of our brain, you know, caveman dwellers, you wanted to have that close-knit community because that's how you survived. That's just, I mean, it, you're not going to survive by yourself. You have to have someone out in front of you hunting, gathering, and possibly eating plants that are going to kill them and you know not to eat them. <laughs> I mean, that was the reality then. Mm -hmm. And so we have evolved into the thinking that that's the way it has to be all the time. And we're not that way anymore. We don't need to stuff ourselves with false identity or false relationships that negatively impact our spiritual growth. Right. We have warning labels and everything now instead of, hey, I watched this person do it and it didn't turn out good. <laughs> Or we have people that just ignore the Warner labels and go, oh, this looks really cool to try it this way anyways. <laughs> yeah, some people have to touch the hot burner. I mean, you know, it is so great that they're like, oh, I got to touch it. You know, it's like that big red button on Ren and Stimpy. You have to push it. Um, and, and that's just an evolutionary process for that personal person's journey. Yeah. Whether, <laughs> whether they survive life we don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean not everything i read to be is meant to be uh duplicated in real life but well, and whizzing on the electric fence is definitely not something i'd recommend <laughs> yeah let's not try that <laughs> no. so i'm glad that you're a fellow ren and stimpy fan i absolutely loved ren and stimpy that's another thing i would binge watch if i that and uh liquid television oh yeah there's so many good shows from the 90s that we don't see now that actually were entertaining funny and taught you something <gasps> no way yeah it's like <gasps> cartoons actually teach you something well I, I i have to confess there was a couple of years ago um, something about Honey Boo Boo. Everybody was flapping their gums about Honey Boo Boo's and a Kardashian. Mm -hmm. I had no freaking clue because I don't watch TV. I don't read the stupid magazines. I'm not into any of that. Right. And uh, I had to look her up. That's not educational. That's actually, that's the opposite of what, what my personal representation of being a human on this planet is. Right. Um, and there's a downgrade, I think, and I don't know how old you are, 
but when I was growing up in the 80s and the 90s, there wasn't much for TV. So you went out and had bonfires with your friends and you roller skated and you skateboard and, you know, you would like even do graffiti. Shh, mm -hmm. Don't tell anybody. But, you know, like you were out doing things right. and creating and inventing and, and using all the gifts that you have. Over the last few years, commercialization has like, boom, everywhere you go, you can't even listen to Pandora without paying Pandora mm -hmm. to shut up the commercials so that you can listen to your playlist. Um, we, we've just filled our space with garbage and people are mimicking the garbage that we've filled our space with, if that makes sense. And I'm no, trying to be very polite about it. <laughs> I mean, no, growing up, I, was, I graduated high school in 2001. So, yeah. You're a little younger than me. Eh, maybe. <laughs> but even, I remember going and building stuff. The toys were educational. The shows on TV, yeah, we had things like Family Manners and Full House and things like this. They were feel good but they also taught you something well, even the golden girls man even the golden girls had lessons and they were funny yes i mean we had our shows that taught you morals now we took put things on and it's reality tv that let's face it reality tv is scripted it's not real <laughs> uh you tell me one channel that doesn't have something reality tv on it then you have the news. Well, we're not teaching news. We're not reading news. We're reading views of that person interpretation of the news. And that's across the board. And that's, that's where the mindlessness and the anger and the vitriol and the um, fear is really flooding our communities because news is not what it used to be. When I was in journalism, uh, you know, I wrote for the school newspaper, blah, blah, blah. But it was really, there are real hard and fast rules about having both sides. I was head of the debate team because you learn both sides mm -hmm. and you articulate the commonality in both sides or the difference. Mm -hmm. And news now is exactly what you said. It is a a filtered version of the truth and it doesn't matter what channel you're watching most of it's garbage and that's very frightening when you are living in a world with so many people so much uncertainty you watch a whole bunch of fear-based crap mm -hmm. and your commercials are all about how you're flawed fat ugly wrinkly you know all of these downgrading over and over and over again things and you can't even trust your news to at least tell you what's really going on out there because you're too afraid to go out. Right. It's, when I was growing up, you used to watch the news, even in school in English class, because we have to do pretend newscast, you had to have the news as an unbiased opinion. We no longer have that unbiased opinion. And I was raised and I was taught that the amendment doing the journalism freedom of speech, freedom of the press, is an unbiased opinion. It has to be unbiased, otherwise it's no longer the press, but rumor mills. It's a storyteller at that point, absolutely. And that's where we've strayed because it 
doesn't give you ratings. Ratings make your money. Money makes you rich. Mm -hmm. Bob, you know, and so there's this um, slow destruction of our society. Not only does our education system fail us intensely, immensely, amazingly. Yes. Our healthcare system fails us intensely, immensely, amazingly. Mm -hmm. And then we're led to believe that plugging in intravenously into the boob tube is going to somehow sedate us enough where we don't have, don't notice the, the decline of yeah. civilization. And that's not a conspiracy theory, that's just follow, <laughs> follow the history, right? Right. Um, most people now don't even read above an eighth grade level. Right. And so thinking beyond that immediate gratification, thinking beyond what the television fills your head with is something that's on the decline. And I think that's why dementia is on the rise. Yes, and I, I see this with my own grandmother. When she was active or reading books and, re, you know, not physically active, but mentally active, her mind was sharp. Now she just sits there and watches the cars all day and her mind is going slowly away. I'm like, we need to get you back into your reading. We need to get you back to mentally doing something. How does she feel about sitting outside barefoot? Uh, she's in a wheelchair, so getting her outside, of course, 75 degrees is too cold and 76 degrees is too hot. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so go to a lawn company and get a piece of turf. Mm-hmm build a little box so that it's constantly watered and growing yep. and put it under her feet. Yep. So. I mean, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got your hands full, girl. <laughs> Always. But you know what? That's life. And it's fun. And every day is a new adventure. So. I am a huge, huge advocate for mayhem, mischief, nerf guns, water guns, laughter, and all any kind of bullshittery. I grew up on Monty Python. I grew up with, you know, a playful, sinister nature. Mm -hmm. And I love pranks. And I think that's what life's about. I don't think in any way, shape, or form we're supposed to be absorbing as much crap as we do. Yeah. And it takes such a huge toll on people. I believe that amount of worrying about stuff that's out of your control. Cause again, breaking it down to very simple steps. You're a bag of water mm -hmm. floating on a big rock mm -hmm. without a steering wheel. Mm -hmm. So you're not controlling anything. No. And as much as we think we can control things, it's just not going to happen. No, it's so not. Have fun with your Nerf gun. Go and play in the mud. You're not going to get cooties from playing in the mud. Lord have mercy. Thousands of people would, we wouldn't even exist if that was the case. I love playing in the mud, running barefoot in the uh, grass. If it's summertime, the only time I'm wearing shoes is if I'm walking over concrete. Because seriously, concrete gets hot. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Especially down here. I don't know where you are. Um... 
but I hate shoes. I hate socks. Like mm-hmm. it, it is a act of God for me to wear anything on my feet because I like the feeling of the ground. I like the energy and, and living in Florida is really convenient because mm-hmm. I, I did my time in winter and I hated boots. Like I always felt trapped. Um, I'm one of those people that puts on their bikini in the wintertime and goes to make snow angels. There, see, but that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to get a little like snow angel rash or whatever, but Vaseline's fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's just like a sunburn, but with cold, right? Yeah, and it goes away faster than a sunburn. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, I'm having fun. Why? I'm not hurting anyone. Yeah, I look crazy doing it, but you know what? I'm having fun doing it. So I used to fill up spray bottles for my daughter, daughters, mm-hmm. um, with different colored water, and we would make like snow walls. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, after the plow, yeah, and then there's the the walls, yeah. and we would we would just have fun with it. Um, when you take that time to really breathe and recognize what is beautiful in this world. Mm-hmm. The yucky stuff just isn't unappealing, you know? It's just really, you're going, you look at people like, did that just come out of your mouth? Really? Yeah, I'm gonna, I, yeah, gotta go. Yeah, and my social media, I've been purging people from my social media because I'm like, I don't want this negativity. I actually put a thing on my Facebook, on my personal page, not my author page, not my professional pages, but my personal page. If you're promoting hate, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, red, blue, gold, whatever. I'm deleting you. I don't want to hear it. I, I don't delete them. And that's the white lighter in me. Mm-hmm. I know that they have to purge their information the way they choose to, mm-hmm. but there's this really great option. If you look uh, on the right side of the, the box, mm-hmm. you can pause them for 30 days. You don't actually have to get rid of them, but you can pause them for 30 days and that way you don't have to see the vitriol for 30 days. And my experiment, my hopes are that once they get through that, poison because it's what it is mm-hmm. once they heal from that on the other side they're going to be a healthier person and if they're not well then it didn't hurt to try <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't have to listen to it for 30 days <laughs> yeah. well we're almost out of time so where can our followers find you it is really easy it's rusty r-u-s-t-i-e dot info and um, you can actually download my latest workbook on creating success for yourself. And in about two weeks, I'm almost wrapped up with my next mastermind book on mastering your day, how to conquer your day. You know, people don't know how to do that. And it's kind of fun. I I do a lot of, um, I'm not one of the speakers, but we have once a month, there was conquering the crisis for the COVID. And I got to sit in and listen to six of the renowned motivational speakers, how to change your mindset. Well, I'm going from having a LLC that was, oh, here's a little idea what I want into a C-Corp in 30 days. Exactly right. And we have the time to do it. So, 
there are three types of people those who get lost in the chaos mm -hmm. those who are like us who are like oh my god i got free time let's do this yes go and then there are the ones who are intentionally not wanting to do improvements or make improvements yeah. they, they enjoy that drama mm -hmm. best and it's going to be really interesting once all is said and done to see how many entrepreneurs actually uh, emerge out of this COVID. And I've interviewed some amazing authors who came up with kids books to explain to the kids what COVID is mm -hmm. because nobody's really having that conversation about children and what, what they're perceiving yeah. going through. So I, I just, I'm excited. I think it's a beautiful time. I really do. It is, and right now, it's not a time to withdraw, it's a time to expand, even if you're just expanding yourself. Absolutely, yes, that is the best, this is the best time to get really quiet and to have conversations with yourself and learn who you are as a person without the TV, without the busy traffic, without, you know, the worries of all the other stuff that we used to be worried about. Yeah. And, and it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. So we've had all of this time to make or break habits. What have you done with your time? Exactly. What, what are we doing? We're creating chaos in the world or are we actually creating, working toward a better world? So. Girl, you and I are working towards a better world. We'd see the light. <laughs> well, it's so nice having you on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. You too. Take care. Bye.